Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for you on this Tuesday, September 28th, year of our goddess Lilith, 2021. It is right to give her thanks and praise, and it's right for you to be right where you are, kids, with us filling your ears with goodness, because we have a hell of a show today. I'm your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman, sitting here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, Sheriff of Ghost Town, Mm -hmm. Stanley's dad, Mm -hmm. Eddie Penny, so many names. Holy God, holy God. (laughs) Just make it simple. Call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo-ho, Eddie. Yo-ho, indeed. Mm-hmm. Hey, before we get into uh, anything else on today's show, yeah. let's get this out of the way. <laughs> Last night's uh, Monday night football <laughs> game. Ooh. What are you laughing at? Now the Dallas Cowboys are in first place. Does that yeah, make you happy? We're, we're company together down here in the bottom. I don't want to be in your company. But we're looking at the Giants. I, well, that's true. At least we're better than the Giants. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it did not uh, turn out no. the way mm-hmm. I was hoping. Oof. But um, Dallas is good. Yeah, It's unfortunate, but they are. Yeah. But anyway. You fiend. Fucking hate football. When's hockey season start? Just don't give up hope yet. Go Caps. There's other stuff going on in the world. Is there? <sighs> All right. <laughs> Just going to let that... Just going to take a deep cleansing breath and move forward with today's show. It's the Ralph Report. The Ralph Report, where the four stars like to watch. That's right. Don't forget, kids, tonight, if you're a four-star general, tonight's the night, 7 p.m. is what we're talking about to uh, tune in and watch us record the show live. You just got to click on that Crowdcast link I sent out via Patreon, and you can join us. We love it. When you hang out with us, so uh, please do that. Yes, won't it's you? super fun. It is hell of a show today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? I don't know how we're going to fit it all in. Just too much show. First of all, it's Tongue Twister Tuesday, Ugh. so we got to twist our tongues. No, and then we got to give away some art. We have two pieces of art oh. to give away: Eddie's remarkable drawn in sixty seconds version of Adam West's Batman, and my three to four minute version of uh, Adam West Batman. Very good though. Very good likeness you did of Thank Adam you. West. I lucked out. Yes. I got I lucked out. Here's the thing. I've been drawing Batman since I could hold a crayon. Yeah. So that's the one thing I have sort of a handle on. Don't ask me to draw anything else. You wouldn't like the you, results. You got the mouth down. Yeah, it's uh, it's very it's a very juvenile representation, but uh what the hell? It's all for a good cause. Raising money for uh, Adam West statue in his hometown there of Walla Walla, Washington. Thanks to everybody who contributed. We'll be giving out both of those in just a little bit. It's also a TV Tunes Tuesday. Mm. Great pick this yeah. week. Really looking forward to talking about that. Entertainment news, phone calls. Oh, so much stuff. You're going to say, Tuesday? 
More like what? More like what? Awesome day. Awesome day. Uh, That's what you're going to say. Stock guarantee. Yeah. Um, but before we jump into the show, and as I mentioned, we got yeah. a shit ton of show ahead of us. So much. Can we just real quickly touch on some sex in the news? Oh, yeah. I want to thank our pal Tino in Peru for sending this along. This is sort of an update because we've talked about these folks before. The Harmons. You may remember we mentioned that the Harmons, Eric and I want to say Lori. Yeah, that's their names. Eric and Lori recently got in trouble because they had sex in the on the Sky Wheel. Oh, yeah. You know where the Sky Wheel is, don't I do. you, Eddie Pence? I've been there. You're familiar with the Sky Wheel. <laughs> Goddamn motherfucking Myrtle Beach. It's like a uh, carousel, right? Yes, the giant carousel. But it's got right there on the beach. see-through uh, gondolas, I guess you would call yes. them. Yes. Plexiglass, and you're sitting there, and you can see everything. Yeah. You can also see into the gondolas, it turns you out. You can. When a young couple, like the Harmons, are busy banging in, in the uh, gondola there on the Sky Wheel. They got in trouble for having public sex. Well, that's too bad. We talked about this story before. This was, uh, I guess, back in April. They pled guilty to two counts of indecent exposure. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, Lori Harmon went on uh, Facebook with a public apology. She posted the, the thusly, I am sorry to Surfside. I am sorry to Myrtle Beach. I am sorry to the Ferris wheel. <laughs> They definitely apologized to the Ferris wheel. Well, they defiled it. I hate this, she said. I'm here to apologize. I learned my lesson, she said, wiping away tears. I'm not going to do it again. Can you see where this story is going? Oh, I think so. I think so. Well, it wasn't the sky wheel this time, but apparently the Harmons have been arrested again, this time for having uh, sex in a different tourist attraction there in Horry County. Oh, Horry. Horry. Is it Horry? It's pronounced Horry. Why has it got an H in front of it? I don't know. You're the one who loves all these silent letters. Well, so tell, it's, it's tell them Horry to get their County. shit together down there in, uh, what's it, South Carolina? I always forget which Carolina. It's, it's South in. Carolina. Anyway, they were uh, charged with engaging in sex acts inside a photo booth oh. at the Garden City Pavilion Arcade. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> and, wait for it, on a residential front porch. On somebody, so two different house. places. Yes. Wow, they're fucking everywhere. They are indeed. They are nailing Myrtle Beach. And it turns out this is like their thing, not only for thrills, which I'm sure that's part of it, but they also post all these videos up to porn sites. Oh, they do. Yes. Okay. So I would like to now do a deep dive and see if I can find the Harmons yeah. in South Carolina. Me too. Yeah. The uh, the photo booth was uh, out of service, and so there was no door on it, but they decided to go in and uh, knock it out anyway. <laughs> Turns out the residents in their re- region there are getting a little cheesed off at the, at the two well, of yeah, them. Well, yeah, you don't know where you're going to you're gonna turn your head and people will be banging in front of you. Is that the worst thing that could happen in South Carolina, by the way? Is that the worst thing you could I say? I don't know. There's uh, a lot of people in South Carolina I don't want to watch bang. Well, these, these two kids are young and attractive. Are they attractive? Yeah, okay. so uh, I'll, I'll watch. You're going to want to watch them. They've got quite the rap sheet, by the way. Turns out one of the folks there in uh, Oceanside Village, a resort in Garden City, mm-hmm. called the police and had downloaded a series of videos on a USB flash drive. So this woman really did her research oh. before she called the cops. Good for her. And so they found the Harmons in the uh, photo booth on the front porch. Uh, where else? Um, also in the street. In the street? 
Also a video of Lori uh, urinating in a public elevator, Ew. getting naked and squatting. No, we don't need that. That video also went up. Speak for yourself. Don't you kink shame. No, I'm not kink shaming. I'm saying I don't need to see someone Some pee. people like the pee pee. Good for them. So then, I don't need to see it. Yeah, but it's there. I, I don't pee in a public place. It's there. That ruins it for everybody. there if you want it. Look, sometimes a girl's just got to squat in an elevator and uh, let no, loose with the golden you, you, shower. You don't. You don't have to. So uh, they're in trouble again. That's too bad. And I hope these kids. Uh, I'm gonna try to find them next time. Don't I go. do some heavy time. I'm gonna try to find them online. I don't want to actually ever go to South Carolina. <laughs> I want to meet them, but I would like to watch their work. So uh, there's the update on the Harmons. We'll keep you posted as uh, things move forward. I'm assuming this isn't the end of their reign of terror all over <laughs> Ory County, South Carolina, with the silent H. They're gonna be banging left and right. So uh, wherever they are, we'll be there. With sex in the news. How would you even fit inside one of those photo booths to bang? I don't know. It okay, would not well, be maybe comfortable. If he sat on the bench and, and she's on his lap, she like reverse sort of cowgirl yeah. sitting on his lap. She's sitting on his lap. That's the yeah. only way I think. But it'd be so much better if it was an operational phone. Yeah, booth. you get some photos. Then you take pictures in flagrante, as they say in Latin. Hey, it's Tongue Twister Tuesday. Oh, no. You ready to have your tongue twisted? Sure. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because it's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. E. So, take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be for Tiddly Tongue Twister Tuesday. Today's tongue twister comes from Kayana Mariah. Her name is practically a tongue twister. Kayana Mariah. Mm sent in this one. This should be pretty simple. Once again, this is a fairly small number of words in the tongue twister. If you like to play at home, get out your pens or pencils and jot this one down. I should suggest the chest, I guess. Mm, okay. Sounds like the Harmons deciding where to, uh, where to have Eric where, come, where, come on Lori. Where, where to dump his load. Yeah, where should he be? Come. <laughs> I should suggest the chest, I guess, he said to her in the photo booth. So you know how the game is played. Each of us gets a shot at it three times in a row. Has to be done perfectly mm -hmm. or as perfect as we can get. Yeah. And uh, speed is of the essence. So uh, Kayana Mariah, thank you so much for sending this in. I'll go first. All right. Mm -hmm. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest. Mm. Oh, you tripped at the goal line. Oh, my God. Oh. I saw it in front of me. Started running before I caught it. Fumbled the ball. through the end zone. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest. Oh, again. again. <laughs> Lips. 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 I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest. Oh, oh, now, yeah, you're, worse. you're in your head now. Get the yips. I should suggest. <sighs> you're done. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should <laughs> I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should guess. Oh, my God. You're, you're unraveling. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should choose. I've never it gets seen worse. You. I've never seen you spiral like this. All right. I got to focus. Cleansing breath. Okay. I should suggest. Oh, Jesus. I should. Wow. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest, I guess. Wow. I said guest at the end, but I'm going to take I it. Just because I'm just take tired it of home. saying it. I'm just tired of saying this over and over again. 
seems so simple at the outset. I've never seen you struggle so badly. Yeah, it's, uh, it, uh, I don't know what happened. That was nuts. All right, here, let me see. This doesn't bode well for me. <sighs> I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest. Oh, that's not good. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest. <laughs> see? <laughs> Fucking impossible. It's not. I almost had it twice early uh, on. I should suggest. <laughs> I should suggest. See? I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest. I'm just making noises. I'm just trying to get through it. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest. You can't fucking start it. What you fuck up, you can't start it. No, it, it is, uh, you start going down the drain. Yeah. The minute you, you lose it, it's gone forever. The should and the suggest are just, you can't yeah. get out of the starting block again. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest, I guess. Mm. <laughs> My mouth just starts going. So we hear. <laughs> okay. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest, I guess. I should suggest the chest, I guess. Yeah, close enough. Fuck, get, close just enough. End it. Just get move it, it on. Fucking move along. Man, that was brutal. I thought I read that and said, well, this is kind of beneath our skill set. That's what I thought when I was reading to my head. We'll, and then we'll take an easy one just to take the W and uh, get back in the in the game. Oof. But uh, that was Oof. rough. So uh Kiana Mariah. Damn. You're brutal, girl. Okay, don't do that You're again. A dominatrix. My ass is sore <laughs> from your riding crop all over me. And that's today's Tongue Twister Tuesday. Tongue Twister Tuesday. It's a twister. It's a twister. All right, let's give away some art. Thank you so much to everybody who donated to adamweststatue.com. Don't let me stop you. Just because we're giving away the Ralphle artwork today doesn't mean you can't go back and donate or tell your friends. We've got to get a groundswell going because uh, it's, a, it's a long road to hoe That's to get to $50,000, which is the first of four stages of fundraising. It's going to be $200,000 to get that statue up and Damn. erect there in Walla Walla, Washington. It won't take that much so, to get me erect. So, uh, yeah, thanks to everyone. Huge outpouring of support from the Garmy. So I want to quickly thank everyone. I don't think I've ever seen this many people donate to anything. Maybe that uh, the, the kid who was having the birthday. That was oh, a pretty yeah, yeah. big yeah, one. Yeah, that was a huge one. But this had to be right up there. And people coming up with big numbers, too. Thank you to everyone who donated, no matter what amount you did uh, every uh, five ten twenty dollars that all really adds up and it's awesome but some folks went above and beyond so i want to give them a little extra shout out to all the folks in the uh, 50 dollars club don webster craig mcfarland raul sanchez elijah elliott timothy bauman lee tuamala david Lindsay, wayne loney angela dangvu uh, john morrison bruce wilson christopher moriarty Samuel Rotolo, Sean Sampson, Kim Williams, Melissa Serrano, Dustin Brown, Damian Batrielli, uh, Batriel rather, uh, Aaron Stanwood, and Tim Mentius all donated $50 Damn. to the cause. Pretty remarkable. Then there was Andrea Larkin, who came up with a $60 donation. Stu Greenberg and Adrian Gonzalez were cute. They each donated $66. Ah, see what see. they did there? I see what they did. Our own uh, historian, Brandon Rohrbacher, came in with $75. 
as did the lovely Lisa Cooper. At $100, Gina Wells, Cynthia Betts, Matt Brazy, and Carrie Trabona all came up with $100. John D. Ford with $115. And then at the uh, top of the leaderboard there is uh, Derek Eilerston. He came up with a $200 donation. So thanks to everyone for uh, any amount that you donated. It all adds up, and it's all awesome. Let's take a look at the grand total, see how much we raised in toto. As they say, $3,079. Wow. $3,079. We're on our way to uh, getting to that $50,000 mark. Thanks to you guys, the Garmy. We love you. All right. Now, you know, we do. We took everybody's name that donated, and I put them... Uh, yep, in the fishbowl. Inside the fishbowl. Can't fake that. Can't fake that sound. Nope. Uh, we're going to pull two names. First, Eddie's going to reach in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure we mix them up. Oh, they're mixed. I don't want... You can't get it anymore. I don't want you giving it side-eye and pulling some I'm shenanigans. Not, I'm not side-eyeing you anything. You seem like a shenanigan puller. It's all puller. in there. If I pull the one off the top, it's still something that's mixed up. Uh, I, don't. I like to go deep. That's how I like to roll. I like to go wide. You're going to uh, reach in and pull a name out, and whoever you pull out will win your piece of oh. art. You know everybody wants the... yours, not mine. Well, that's not true. That's true. You did a lovely job mm. with yours. All right, hold on. All right, ready? Let's find out who wins Eddie's piece of art from the Drawn in 60 Seconds. Daniel Slater. Daniel Slater. Daniel Slater. Oh, he sounds handsome. Yeah, he does. Daniel Slater, congratulations. You've got Eddie's piece of art coming your way. We're going to send that off to you in just a couple days. And now I'm going to dig in. There you go. I'm going to go deep. A genuine sound. Go deep. I like that sound. It's like ASMR. It or is some ASMR. Mm. Right, I'm going to reach down. Mm. I'm going to go very to the very bottom. You're in the bottom. I see I'm it. I'm going to hit bottom. <laughs> I'm going to pull this one out. Right Who is that lucky here. person? Yeah, I don't know. I got to look. Wow. Second, I gotta hit the drum roll sound right. effect. Oh, yeah, too. do that. Robert Pagel. Rob Robert Pagel or Pagel? Pagel? Pagel. Pagel? Pagel? Could be any one of those things. Maybe it's Robert <laughs> Pagel. Anyway, Robert, congratulations. You are the winner of my piece of artwork. And uh, as again, uh, like I said, thanks to everyone who donated. You guys are simply the best. All right, now let's turn our attention to the rest of the Garmy. We love it when you reach out to us. So many ways you can do it, including leaving your voicemail on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. Your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments. All you got to do is dial up that number. one 833 Hi, Ralph. Yeah, love it when you call. I listen to them all. And then I put a couple that catch my ear here on Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The garbage's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. Yesterday was Monday. That's when we munched stuff. Yeah. We had the fucking chicking and the cluck <laughs> just getting dumber. And I just called a moratorium. I said enough crispy chicken yes, sandwiches. Yes, you did. Enough. You put a kibosh on it. Well, I, I am, uh, as always, a servant to the Garmy, and they just won't have it. 
My name is Bruce, two-star general from Chicago. Uh, what's up, Eddie? What's up, Ralph? There is one more chicken sandwich you guys got to try. It is a crispy chicken taco sandwich from Taco Bell. Yeah. So you guys got to try that next Monday. Yeah. All right. Two-star general from Chicago. Out. Uh, all right. It was, there was a deluge if you will, of messages and emails, everyone saying one more, you got to do one more. One, you, one final you one. You got to do the Taco Bell one because that's the one that's uh, white hot that's in the news. sweeping the nation. So we're going to do one more next week, the Taco Bell, and then I don't want to hear another goddamn thing about crispy chicken sandwiches. Okay, okay. From any of you. You know me, I can't resist a time code. Monday's episode, 59 minutes, 17 seconds. New sound drop. You sure? Love you, mean it. Bye. It's ah, way at the end of the show. I know. I'm thinking, what could, what could anyone have said that would be good to replay? So I had to go, and I went there, and I uh, found this gem. I couldn't get it in fast enough. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the rear admiral himself. I and couldn't get it in fast enough. Could yeah, not. Isn't could that not. the truth? That's uh, <laughs> 16-year-old Eddie all over there. Oh, I wish. What are your, how old were you when you lost your virginity? 18? You were 18. Yeah, I think. It's blurry. (laughs) The whole whole event was blurry? blurry. Yeah. Who who was she? 18, high school. High school girlfriend? Yeah. Or just uh, just some... No, girlfriend. 18, 19? Just a girl took pity on you. Probably someone took pity. More than likely it was pity. I was 16. Tracy married me out of pity. Well, she's a sweet lady. (laughs) 16, that's that's borderline young. Not at all. A little young. Young-ish. It was... just right. I mean, we all want it gone by 16, but now yeah. we, all, we all don't get it by gone by 16. And she was 19. Okay, so you were statutorily raped. Good for you. Um, I guess if you look at it through the eyes of the law, I guess yes, that's the case. Yes, I do look yeah. at it that way. It's not what... It's you not flip how, the genders, that's really fucking wrong. Not how it felt to me. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying myself. If you were 19 and she was 16, big problem. That would be a problem, and that would be inappropriate. But I was uh, I was the uh, the instigator in this particular case, okay. so I can I can hardly feel like I was taken advantage of in any way. <laughs> so uh, well, good for you. But she was my girlfriend too, so it wasn't like wow. She was dating someone young. three years younger than her. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. What can I say? I don't know. You were a stud. I was uh, I was mature for my age. Yeah. I was wearing an ascot, <laughs> driving a riding a polo pony at the time, so <laughs> I seemed much older than my years. Hey, speaking of Eddie Pence, you know he walks into this house all smelling like Irish Spring all I the do. time, and wonderful. Uh, and my super sensitive nose says, "Oh, I can smell him coming up the driveway. <laughs> I can smell him coming up a bit, hundred miles away." <laughs> a lot of people uh, apparently like the Irish Spring, like Eddie Pence. Here's a tip for you folks. There's another use for it. Hey, Ralph, Eddie, Steve, Jennifer from Kentucky, just calling with a gardening tip for all of the garmy out there. If you have a garden with no fence and you want to keep the deer away, just hang bars of Irish spring soap around it, and the smell is so offensive to them that they will avoid the area. LMB. See? Even deers go, oof. Good deer, what, you can't rely on a deer. You know how hunters attract other deer, deers to them to kill them? They put deer urine on themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they're attracted to urine smell. So, I, yeah, Once give me again, Irish Spring. It's again, don't kink shame. If that offends. Deers are into if the that golden showers. Oh. But that, see, animals are repelled by that Because animals like the smell of butts and piss. <laughs> don't go by what an animal likes. Don't be so angry at the deer, man. 
He's just he's just animals eat fucking he's prancing around in the woods having a good time. Right. He's like, Oh, that smells too good. I don't belong near civilized society. I need to retreat back to the wilderness. Stink. I sure like to go in that garden and eat some of those berries, but I'll be goddamned if I'm gonna walk past that stench. That great smell. No, thank you. Yesterday, we were talking about in the uh, This Day in History segment that Sean Connery started filming Never Say Never Again yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it was his uh, last time playing the role of Bond. And he often said he would never go back to the role. And that brought up this question for this caller. Hey, Ralph, Yoho, Eddie, what to do, crew. And you are doing great, Gilbert. Uh, Think about when you're talking about Never Say Never Again and how hard it was to get Sean Connery to reprise his role. Why is that? I mean, I know Daniel Craig's been a been a whiny person about this, and I would think that it'd be a really awesome job. You get to go to exotic locations, your co-stars are hot as fuck, and when you get to be on screen, you're the coolest person in the world. So tell me, Ralph, why is it that people hate being James Bond? All right. Bye. It, Rub your mean it. Bye. It does seem like guys get a little chap-assed when they get that plum roll. Yeah. They'll do it like once or twice and they start bitching about it. Yeah. I don't know why. Except for Roger Moore. Yeah. They had to drag him yeah. off the set kicking and screaming. <laughs> they gave him like, here's one more fucking movie that you have to do. literally took him out in a wheelchair. He was 104 I think he's the only one that Bond. He's the only one that loved doing he Bond. He seemed very happy doing just that for the remainder yeah. of his days. And here's my theory behind it, which is as an actor, your, well, your dream is to play a bunch of different roles. And once you become James Bond, that's just how the world sees you. And you just want to try to shake that as much as possible. I think so. Mm. Plus, when you play James Bond, that comes with an enormous amount of money, meaning that you feel like you can just do anything you want. Yeah. But it's the golden goose. You know, you have, in order to make that money, you got to keep playing that thing. So I wonder if you feel sort of like a like a bird in a gilded cage at that point, you know? Hey, you probably feel a little trapped. Like, I have to keep doing this, and I don't, you know, there's a love-hate relationship, I guess, with the character. I think Connery certainly felt that way. He wanted to do different roles. He also felt like the movies were getting progressively sillier, and that was didn't suit his temperament. Right. And so I think that was a problem he had with the producers as well. I know he had famous arguments with uh, Broccoli and Saltzman, the producers right. of that franchise. Um. And as for Daniel Craig, he too seemed kind of chapdazzed about repeating the role over and over. Like they had to drag him back for this final one. But I can't imagine. I don't know. Why anyone would turn that down. I'll take it in a heartbeat. (laughs) Though I suppose with any job, you're excited when you first get it and maybe the first couple of years. And then after a while, once you settle into it, you're like, oh, I'm I'm getting bored. I'd like to do something else. I guess. But this this business is so fickle and it's so hard to get into it. Once you get into it, somehow you sort of have to appreciate the fact that you got that. You should. But most people look beyond it and say, well, now I'm here. Now I'm set. I want to do other things. I'm David Caruso in the first season of NYPD (laughs) Blue. I'm going to quit to go start my major motion picture career and then never be heard from again for 15 years until I do CSI Miami. Right. And then I'm going to be an asshole again all over again. Because you're angry because nothing else worked out. Yeah. So Mm. who knows why people do what they do, but... If they, I know they're looking for a new Bond, and I just want to say I am available. Oh, that's good. Throw my hat in the ring. Throw it out there. Speaking of playing roles. Hey, Ralph, yo, Eddie, and the crew. This is Ralph from the OC. Uh, Sunday night, this past Sunday, new episode of Family Guy dropped for the new season. And as I was listening, I wanted to know, who did Ralph play? Now, they made a Casey Kasem joke, 
and the guy who did Casey Kasem, I don't think it's you. You do a spot-on Casey Kasem, oh, and what I heard was not you, unless I was wrong. Then you now, feel bad, don't you? Who did you play <laughs> on last Sunday's Family Guy? And can I hear a little bit of Casey Kasem from you? Anytime you do it, it, it brings me so much joy. LMB. Why, thank you, Rob, from the OC. So happy that you like my work. And now, the numbers get smaller, the hits get bigger. Um, I didn't do Casey Kasem on this Sunday's episode. It was the premiere of the 20th season of Family wow. Guy on Sunday. Wow. So, it's time for us to once again play. Who did he play? Ralph Garman voiced a tune today. What line did he say? It's time to play your favorite game. Because who'd Ralph Garman play on Family Guy? Didn't play Casey Kasem, but I did have a sweet-ass role this week. I got to play, uh, Stewie has a, a nemesis in his preschool, a little kid named Doug. Yeah. And Doug is uh, voiced by the great Chris Parnell on mm -hmm. that show. And I got to play Doug's father on the episode, oh. who is uh, divorced from his mother and is a real prick. And Lois... Not a spoiler. It happens at the very beginning of the episode. Lois accidentally uh, hits Doug with her car. He's fine. <laughs> but the parents hold that over the Griffins to make them do pretty much anything they want while threatening right. them with a lawsuit. <laughs> so here is where uh, the Griffins sat down with Doug's mom and dad at the very beginning of the episode. And I was lucky enough to sort of uh, uh, be throughout. Well, thank you all for coming. Can I get anyone something to drink? I'm fine, but Doug's mother would probably like three martinis and then to have unprotected sex with her boss at work. And Doug's father would love a glass of warm tap water and to never make more than $30,000 a year for the rest of his life. And here we go. Yeah, Peter was very happy to watch these two go at each other. <laughs> so I was, uh, throughout the whole episode, it was, it was a good time. So that's who I played on Family Guy. Who did he play? Ralph Garman voiced a tune today. What line did he say? It's time to play your favorite game, because who'd Ralph Garman play on Family Guy? And lastly, you know, we like to play upbeat music on every episode to make your day a little bit better. We call them our happy hits. Uh, today's comes from Tino. He sent us that story from uh, about those two people banging there in Pretty South good. Carolina. So I wanted to thank him by honoring his request. He said, in honor of what happened at the Bronx Zoo with those gorillas, can we hear Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang? And I think that is certainly appropriate, given the fact that they were going at it like a couple of mammals. Here's Bad Touch. <laughs> well, now, we call this the act of mating. But there are several other very important differences between human beings and animals that you should know about. Mother. 
Rex never reaching apex Just like Coca-Cola stock You are inclined to make me rise an hour early Just like daylight savings time Do it now You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals So let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel Do it again now You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals So let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel Yay! That's dirty. I, I like that song. That's a dirty song. <laughs> Tino, thanks for the suggestion. Thanks to everybody who called in as well. Truly appreciate it. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment, but the only way that can happen is if you call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All righty, now it's time for us to take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. The reason we have it here is because every day of the calendar year has multiple holidays associated with it. Not every one of them, however, is legitimate. So we break them down for you in holiday or holiday. Holiday or holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. Today, September 28th, is National Drink Beer Day. Yay! Oh, beer. You're not that big of a beer drinker, are you? I do like it. I tend not to drink it because it just fills me up so yeah. much. But uh, boy, nothing. You can't just beat a nice cold beer. Yeah, you can. Oh, Eddie, you really can. You just you you don't know. I do know. I don't like the taste of beer. It's so good. Why is it good? Because it's delicious mm. and it's crisp. It's crisp. So you just like all sweet things. If it's not chocolatey goodness for you, then it's not worth I'm not having. A, I'm not a bitter person. No, so I find that <laughs> I find that to be quite the contrary. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Drink beer day. It's it's the most popular adult beverage, you know. Is it? Yes. More than tea? Well, that's just that's the, everyone. Oh, you mean tea. adult, like adult beverage, alcoholic beverage? Well, for adults, for okay. grown-up people. All right. Just as we're hitting the end of Oktoberfest, it's perfect time for National Drink Beer Day, and beer lovers have more of a suggestion, a su- selection rather now than ever before. They say here, Eddie Pence. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Too many goddamn beer choices, in my <laughs> opinion. I like uh, I like a lager and I like a stout, and that's about it. I don't need a raspberry caramel mint IPA with a lime slice mixed with inside a coconut shell. I don't need <laughs> you to do any of that shit. At that point, you're away from beer, right? No, it's beer. I mean, I'm not but a beer thing guy, but it's it just, seems like you're away from beer at that point. The craft beers and the artisanal beers and all that, just stop. It's fine. Just beer is good. Just beer. Beer. Uh, I always thought it's weird that Oktoberfest is in September. That always struck me as odd. Is it? Oktoberfest is almost over. 
Oh, is it? I always I just thought they start revving it up and then it carries on through. No, it's uh, Oktoberfest must end by law the first Sunday of October. Hmm. So this coming Sunday will be the end of Oktoberfest. That's It'll weird. be like three days into October. That's very weird. And it'll be over. But it's also today the uh, birth of Arthur Guinness, the founder of the Guinness Brewery. Mm. So there you have it. Okay. Another reason to drink beer. Happy birthday. Boy, if you don't like beer, you really wouldn't like stout. I can't imagine. It's like, imagine if coffee and beer fucked and had a baby. Uh, That's kind of like, like the what two worst tasting adult drinks there are. So good. And then you mix them. Ugh. Hey, today's National North Carolina Day. Okay. Happy North Carolina Day. The Tar Heel State. Yeah. The first state to vote for independence from the British at the first Continental Congress. Yeah. I'm surprised Why? by that. I don't know. I would <laughs> think they just want to keep things the way they are. Seemed pretty happy down there in North Carolina. Just well, no, because they didn't like everything the, being everything. They didn't like the taxation and all that stuff. Yeah, without I representation, they're a, yeah, you know. Uh, before the Civil War, North Carolina was the Carolina that resisted the uh, secession from the Union. They wanted to be part of the Union. I guess it was South Carolina said, "No, we're uh, we're split." Yeah. Is that why the the state split? I don't know if that's why they split, yeah. but it, it would make sense. They got Kitty Hawk there, home of the of the uh, the flight, the first flight. Yeah, right, brothers. Blue Ridge Mountains. Cape yeah. Fear? It's an actual real place called Cape Fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's where it took place. Counselor! <laughs> come out, come out wherever you are. So, uh, happy uh, North Carolina Day to all our North Carolina sure. Army members. It's also World Rabies Day. Go out and get some rabies today on World Rabies Day. <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. They're anti-rabies. Then it should be anti-rabies day. It should be. I guess or don't get rabies day. It's just to spread awareness about rabies and find ways to prevent and control this deadly disease. Don't hear much about rabies anymore. Not here in the United States, maybe, Eddie Pence, because we have a pretty strict uh, vaccination program when it comes to domestic animals. Mm. But around the world, especially in Asia and Africa, yeah. it's fucking rabies central. 95% of all rabies cases occur in those two con those two continents. So uh, you got to be careful, not only from dogs and other mammals, but uh, wild animals too, like uh, raccoons and, and squirrels and bats. Bats. And bats have rabies. Gophers and they shit. They always scare you when you're a kid, so you get like 27 shots in your stomach. Uh, I don't know if it's 27, but it's a I, lot of shots. I believe that's still how you get that's the, still? You still get the uh, injections. That's yeah. awful. Louis Pasteur invented the rabies vaccine, by the way. Really? And he made it to protect dogs from getting rabies, but then they found it also prevented individuals who were bitten by a rabid animal from getting the symptoms. So, hmm. National uh, World Ra Ra Rabies Day. So, so I lost old yellow. Don't get rabies. Yeah, you start foaming at the mouth. You got to shoot them. If you're drinking a beer with a big head on it, looks like rabies. It looks like you have rabies. So, so today could be, be careful. doubly dangerous. Just be careful you. out there. Be careful. It's National Strawberry Cream Pie Day. Oh, yeah. Mm. I, knew, I knew it. I, I knew it. I mean, I've had strawberry cream pie. It's okay. Mm. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be the first, it wouldn't be a top five, but. Even though we're getting into the fall and strawberries are out of season, grocers always stock up on frozen and canned strawberries so we can keep making these pies all year long. <laughs> That's what we need. Oh, we need strawberry cream pies. You can use a custard or pudding base with the strawberries, or you can make it with cream cheese. That's when you're talking. I've never had that. It's kind of like a cheesecake-y kind of strawberry okay, thing okay. with a graham cracker crust. I see what they're doing there. Good golly, Miss Molly. That's good stuff right there. I'm going to give that a bell. <laughs> National Good Neighbor Day. Be a good neighbor. 
I I need a good neighbor. I got made fun of by my neighbor yesterday. Oh, I was washing my car. I was washing my car. Yeah. <laughs> and he looked at me. He's like, "Why are you washing your car?" I'm like, "Well, I got to get clean." He's like, "Why don't you go to a place and pay someone to wash your car?" I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, this saves me like 15 bucks. I'll just do it myself. What an odd take. And then he just looked at me and drove away. Wow. Just really looked down upon me for washing my own got car. Mocked for your manual labor. I did. Hmm. I guess it's because of my age and guess. It's just, I think it was unfa- I was unfairly ridiculed by my neighbor for he didn't washing look like my own a man car. who should be active in his mind. He should be lounging I somewhere. I was doing the right thing. You wash your own car. I don't. I right. like the drive-thru. I got one of those automated George Jetson drive-thru yeah, places. Yeah, they scrub everything. Through. Robots are doing all the work. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, here's how you be a, b- a good neighbor. Don't be a dick. Offer a kind word. Right, he didn't. Even a small compliment goes a long way. He didn't even do a good job. He was like, why are you doing that? Bring extra bounty from your garden or from your baked goods. <laughs> Share your food with the neighbors. No. Oh, not, not you. Not, no. Not in this age of Rona. Why don't you bring him a fucking crispy chicken I might, sandwich? I might throw some chicken bones on his fucking doorstep. Invite your neighbors to join an informal celebration in your home. Informal? Introduce your neighbors to your pets. <laughs> or offer a gardening tip. <laughs> you should offer some gardening tips. Hey, bud. Ask who they recommend for services such as taxes, painting, or car care. You will earn their respect. Oh, my God. If the question is something they have firsthand experience with. Is this for people with zero social skills? These are all good tips for how to make friends with your neighbors, Eddie. (laughs) You take one or two. This is for introducing an alien to the human race, and this is how you talk to people. And you know what we'd like to do? Run a food past Eddie Pants, see if it's something he'd be willing to eat, or perhaps stick up his ass and pull out. Mm. How do we do that? Well, we'll talk about the holiday food in question, and then we'll pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If the reels go round and round, stop, and they all match. Jackpot. Yeah, Eddie's eating. Mm. However, if they're all mismatched, <laughs> no good. Today is International Poke Day. Oh, poke. poke like a pokeball? Yeah, baby, mm. the pokeball. Okay. It is... Uh, Hawaiian in origin, poke. Mm -hmm. It is the Hawaiian word for slice or chop. And that perfectly describes the poke bowl. It is a dish of diced raw fish, usually cubed, along with some sea salt, some candle nut, a little seaweed, a little limu in there. What type of fish? Limu is the dark uh, green seaweed plant. That's my favorite. Uh, Traditionally, they would use Hawaiian fish like uh, aki, Okay. Uh, excuse me, aku or ahi. Uh-huh. Sometimes even octopus. A lot of octopus Ew. in Hawaiian poke. No, it's good. It's so chewy. It's not. A modern day poke is usually uh, salmon or ahi or shellfish. Uh, the immigrants from Korea, Japan, and the Philippines added their own ingredients to poke, meaning that sometimes you'll find soy sauce in there, little uh, fish eggs, some uh, caviar, wasabi, green onions. No matter what you're putting in there, it captures what they call the aloha spirit, Eddie Pence. Mm. Aloha in Hawaiian means, of course, unity, humility, perseverance, also hello and goodbye. So when you're enjoying a big bowl of poke today, think about the aloha spirit. It's too big of a word. That's, uh, Aloha's the, too big the of a word. umbrella is too big. No. You can't just say it means everything. It does. It's a contextual word. Yeah, I like that about it. It's flexible. No. Can do a lot of things with it. No. Oh, Eddie does not have the aloha spirit. I do not. But let's see if he's eating some poke today. Let's pull that handle. Here we go. 
One ball of poke, two. Three. Oh, boy. Maybe if it was a salmon poke bowl, I might. But I don't, not just any old, don't willy-nilly cubed fish in there. I'm not that thing. On, but it's got the seasonings and the, the seaweed no, and all the good not stuff Huge in, in the seaweed. Okay, seaweed on a salmon roll is okay. Oh, my Lord. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not big into cubed meats to begin with. And then... <laughs> I forgot about yeah, I'm not your a issues. Cubed meat person <laughs> with, with flesh being cubed. That's weird. It's unnatural. Yeah. And in then, your eyes. Yes, that's a very unnatural form for meat to take. Oh, I want. I want a poke bowl right now. Well, you can have one. I'm gonna have to go get, get one. one. That sounds Grubhub delicious. It. I don't like them. Oh boy. Well, there you go, kids. It's another day, another disappointment. Mm. We should call it National Disappointment <laughs> Day. That's National Eddie day. Pence disappoints me day <laughs> on holiday or holiday. All right, now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Congratulations to TikTok. They just surpassed one billion monthly active users oh on the video sharing platform. That's crazy. A billion people are using TikTok. That represents a 45% increase compared to last year. That's nuts. It's wow. insane. They've practically doubled their audience in the span of a year. That's crazy. Because I mean, really, that much TikTok about. is everywhere now. The TikTok is the is the shiznit, I guess you as have the to, kids say. We have to do that. Do we have to do. We it? have to TikTok now. God we have to start it. TikToking, and we got to like move our hands real quick and make our clothes disappear and stuff. That's all I know <laughs> and about then TikTok. Sing, lip sync songs. That's how it started. Was lip syncing and dancing. Yeah. But now it's comedy. Now it is uh, confessionals. It's stupid. It's all. It's not. It's the way of the world, it's man. Stupid. I was actually one in one of the test groups for TikTok when it was called Vigio, I believe it was called Vigio Video or something like that. This was like four, three, four years ago, but they were just starting off and they were paying people like 500 bucks a month to post videos on their site to try to generate people to build the site. And then, huh. it, then it turned into TikTok. So you pretty much invented TikTok. I was one of the original testees well, for TikTok. Why Why did you stop ticking and talking? Because this is what, they had this thing where like my I had my guy that was, I was assigned with this guy and he would tell me every month I had to post 30 videos and then we'd give me 500 bucks. And then so one time that I posted- like a pretty sweet deal, it by was, the way. It wasn't bad. And yeah. so I did it for a couple months. I was making some extra money. And then I was at, I was in Myrtle Beach visiting my folks and we went on a boat. And so I did a, a video from a boat and then I get home. He's like, oh, the boat thing was great. I need you to be the boat guy. And I'm like, the boat guy? I don't, I'm not a boat guy. I don't have a boat. He's like, well, if you can't post videos from boats, I can't keep using you. I'm like, I don't have a boat. I was on a boat and I took a video, but I don't have a boat. And so I was done. Oh, man. And they just, because they wanted like individuals doing different things. And I was supposed to be the boat guy. You lost your career because you weren't the boat I guy. I should have bought a boat. It would have paid off you by now. should have. You would have been the OG TikTok. I would have been the OG boat You would have been the boat guys. guy. See, you're like one of those Bond actors. You got your big break. I did. And you just didn't want to be a boat guy. I didn't want to be so. bothered with that being a boat guy. You're the George I, Lazenby of boat guys. I can do other things. Yeah, that's right. You wanted to stretch. But yeah, that's uh, so I, I was I was on the ground floor of TikTok and then wow. I got booted out. That's that's another another yeah. near miss story another, for Eddie yeah, Pence. It just goes into the vault. Well, one billion monthly active users right now, or uh, there's a new one right now where you lip sync to some song about pretty face, small waist, mm -hmm. a big bank. 
and then you turn around and show your big ass to the camera. Wow. Yeah. And that's things people are doing. Yeah. I don't know if they're doing it, but I'm watching it. That's all I know. <laughs> I like me a big butt. Here, uh, speaking of social media, this yeah. is terrifying to me on every level because I didn't even know they were thinking about it. But Instagram has announced they are temporarily suspending their development of Instagram Kids. That's an good. An app just for children. That's good. It's good they suspended it. Yes. It's horrible that they were even considering that, it. Yeah. It's good they suspended that. They want to create an Instagram for kids 10 to 12. No. So that they won't have to get parental guidance on controls and... Uh, and this way they'll have access to their own Instagram. No. Mental health professionals have proven that Instagram is destroying an entire generation of young people, shattering self images, giving them body conscious uh, uh, concerns, all kinds awful. of detrimental behavior. Facebook and Instagram, apparently the two biggest offenders when it comes to damaging yeah. mental health of young people via social media apps. Yeah. And you want to give it to an even younger set of people who are less prepared with the tools to be able to deal with the right. pressure that comes from participating with, on social without media? parental supervision sounds terrifying to me Fucking awful yeah body image and mental health of younger users on instagram and facebook is really coming under fire like, what is their point like they know that at some point those kids are going to grow up and be plugged in anyway you, you can't you, get them soon you enough, can't get Eddie. them early enough no it's all about market share everyone in the world has to be on facebook and instagram <sighs> they're eventually going to grow into it at 13 14 15 they're going to get into can't it. wait but gotta you, have them now you we need everybody all the time you can't let them have their youth Fucking unreal, man. Have you seen that Bo Burnham song, The Internet? Yeah. That he did in that special? Yeah. Where it's everything all the time? Yeah. It's it's spot on. It's just, I don't know, it's world domination. That's the only thing they'll, they'll settle That's with. That's why our attention spans are three seconds now. World domination. I'm sorry, what were we saying? I didn't, wasn't paying attention. <laughs> hey, this is the best news. I kind of buried the lead, but I, uh, I thought it was worthwhile waiting because I wanted to savor it. I don't know if you saw it yesterday or not, but R. Kelly... Found guilty. <laughs> guilty of everything. All counts in his federal sex crimes trial. How many counts is it? Do you know? I do. Uh, nine federal counts, Ooh. including racketeering, sex crimes, human trafficking, obstruction of justice, and kidnapping. Oh, he's done. The jury started deliberating on Friday afternoon. They took the weekend off, and it only took them about halfway through Monday <laughs> to come in with a verdict of guilty on all nine counts. Wow. The trial wrapped a little over a month. That's not very long at all not for, for a federal that. trial. Not this, for but, nine federal crimes. But this was pretty much as much of a slam dunk as you could hope to get. Here's the thing. If he's convicted on all counts, he could get as little as 10 years or as much as life. Oof. Now, mind you, he still has a second federal trial in Chicago that he's got to face. And then he's got state trials in Illinois and in Minnesota. So this was the federal court in Brooklyn. He's done. He is, uh, he's toasted. Yeah. He's done. He's going to spend the rest of his life in jail. And I couldn't be, couldn't be happy. That's awesome. Yeah. The, the, I don't know if you followed the trial at all, but prosecutors pulled dozens of witnesses up to the stand as opposed to the defense testimony with just a couple. But the witnesses testified that his... He would have his entourage recruit potential underage victims either at his concerts or even go out to malls and fast food places Ugh. to find young people. And who are these fucking people doing this for him? Yeah, God. the enablers are as guilty as he is. I hope they get fucking thrown in jail too. Well, they probably made deals for their testimony, yeah, I would assume. But awful. It's all bad news. 
And this is potentially bad news, I guess, if you're Jodie Foster. John Hinckley Jr. has been released unconditionally. If you don't know that name, well, then you weren't around in the 1980s. John Hinckley Jr. was the man who attempted to assassinate President Reagan. Did, in fact, shoot him, but uh, Reagan survived. He also shot James Brady, paralyzing him. A cop in Secret Service were also uh, shot. He was uh, off his nut largely because he wanted to impress Jodie Foster. Yeah. Because he was in love with the movie Taxi Driver and so wanted weird. to uh, save her, much like Travis Bickle did in that film. Well, he's been in jail ever since, and now prosecutors are saying he's capable of living on his own, and he's been in a bunch of therapy, and he no longer poses a, uh, a, a threat to anyone. Hmm. I think if you shoot the President of the United States, you should be done for That's life. That's how I feel. I don't think I don't you should you get, get a second chance. I don't think you should get a second chance. However, the other side of that coin is, if you're not the president, he's probably not going to kill you. Yeah. He's got a particular type, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm not happy if I'm Jodie Foster, I'll tell no. you that much. No. But he has made an agreement to stay away from Jodie Foster. Oh, I'm good. He agreed to that. <laughs> well, you, can, you can't trust a would-be assassin. Who I can mean, you trust? His word is his bond. That's right. Will Smith is finally talking out about his open relationship with his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. For a long time, it's been rumored these two have any, uh, an open relationship. Yeah. Largely because Jada Pinkett Smith was uh, banging some other dude right. while they were in their marriage. And everyone said, well, that sounds open enough. <laughs> uh, Will Smith, I like him, talented guy. But he's one of those people who uses big, complicated words and sentences when he doesn't really need to. Mm. And he uh, he's trying to sound more deeper and smarter than he is. Right and just ends up sounding evasive and shady. In this interview with GQ Magazine, he talks about his marriage. He says, there were significant endless discussions about what is a relational perfection. <laughs> what? You heard me. You say relationship and or perfect marriage. Or marriage, or should we bang other people or not? And for the large part of our relationship, monogamy was what we chose, not thinking of monogamy as the only relational perfection. Oh, stop. So uh, apparently they initially started being monogamous. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, I think Jada probably decided not so much to right. be monogamous. She banged somebody else. And she said, look, you can come along for the ride or... Right. We're going to have relational imperfections. Yes. So... <laughs> Uh, he also said it, the appearance to the uh, public is that she was stepping out on him, but that's not the case. They, uh, they had worked things out, and apparently there were some permissions there involved. And, uh, the public has a narrative that is impenetrable, he said. What? Once the public decides something, it is difficult to, to impossible to dislodge the pictures and ideas and perceptions. Just like people are going to say what they want to say. Right. It's and hard we, to change opinion once it's out there. And we're banging each Whoever we want. Just go about your business. <laughs> Siren Live has announced who is and who isn't returning to the show's 47th season premiere. Okay. It's coming up on October 2nd this weekend. Uh, almost everybody's coming back. A.D. Bryant, Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, Cecily Strong will all be back. However, Beck Bennett is departing the series oh. after eight seasons on like that it. show. I do too. Super talented guy. And Lauren Holt is also leaving. I have no idea who she is. I don't know who she is, but... Ben and I do. I'm just glad Cecily Strong is back because she's one of my favorites. Kate McKinnon, of course, is a star. Uh, they've added some cast members as well. Aristotle Athari. No. No? Don't know that one. James Austin Johnson. No. Nope, 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 and nope. Sarah Sherman have been added to the cast. Don't know that one. 
Meanwhile, Chloe Finneman, she's very talented, and uh, Bowen Yang have been promoted to series regulars. Good news is Andrew Dismooks and Punky Johnson will be back oh. as featured players. Okay. So I don't know them. I think Punky Johnson was in that uh, Ready Player One movie. Okay. Did you see that movie? I did. A couple years ago. I think she was the... Uh... She was the, the the black girl, and the, she drove the van around. Oh, okay. I think, that, I think that was her. Okay. I think that was Punky Jones. There you go. I believe. Uh, Michael Che, Mikey Day, Heidi Gardner, Colin Jost, Alex Moffat, Kyle Mooney. All the usual characters are coming back, including Keenan Thompson. There was a lot of question whether he was oh, he's coming back. He's coming I back. thought he would leave. And Melissa uh, Villasenor as well. So. October 2nd kicks off with host Owen Wilson. And wow. musical guest Casey Musgraves will be. Okay. Does that work for you? Sure. Why not? Babylon 5 reboot on the CW. Interested? No. Me neither. Let's move on. <laughs> I never watched one episode of Babylon 5. I thought you were talking about your podcast. No, not Hollywood Babylon. I know. Babylon, Babylon 5. I was like, oh, let's. I'd rather hear that. Babylon 5. The Babylon 5. Bruce Boxleitner as Captain Space Jets. What's it? Was it connected to anything? No, nope. it, it was just. Thing? It was just seemed like a weak ass. Not a Star sort of Trek battle, Battlestar Galactica, Star Trekky right. kind of half ass. I always thing. thought it was like a spinoff, like a Deep Space Nine sort of thing. No, no, it's connection. just all by itself. No connection. Though. And Evil Knievel's son, he's bummed. He just lost his lawsuit with Disney over Toy Story Four, saying the character of Duke Kaboom was based on his father, Evil Knievel. Did yeah. you see Toy Story 4? I did not. Really? I didn't see it. Hmm. Duke Kaboom. But I knew the character you're talking about. It was voiced by Keanu Reeves in Toy Story yeah. 4. He was a, a stuntman. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it looks like Evil Knievel. Look, here's the thing. If you take a rock star character and you dress him up in a jumpsuit, yeah. it's Elvis, but it's such a large stereotype right. that it lends itself to spoofing. Right. Parody. And parody, yes. And Duke Kaboom was the Canada's greatest stuntman. Yeah. And it was a toy much like the Knievel toys were in the 70s. Yeah. But it's it's sort of a catch-all. I mean, you have to then sue Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. I mean, that concept of the stuntman as entertainer, it's been around for a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know how you can claim ownership of that. But. Well, uh, look, Kelly Knievel, who's Evil's son, uh, not as cool a name, by the way. No. Kelly can evil. It's not nearly as no. good as evil. Is evil so much better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it looked looked like he was looking for cash. It wasn't much of a lawsuit either. It's like three hundred thousand dollars. Really, Disney couldn't throw him that. They were just he was looking for a check, mm -hmm. and they uh, a, a judge tossed out the the oh. case this week. So. I think Disney could have gone here. Just take this. No money for old Kelly can evil. Poor Kelly. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on September twenty eighth. Drummer Daniel Plotzman of Imagine Dragons is 35 years old today. Thunder, feel the thunder. Lightning and the thunder. Thunder, feel the thunder. Lightning and the thunder. Thunder, thunder. Thunder, 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 thunder. thunder. Love that. Brigitte Bardot, screen legend Brigitte Bardot. is 87 years old today. Oh, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Joel Higgins, who played oh. the dad in Silver Spoons. Yeah. 78 years old today. Wow. Jeffrey Jones, a big-time character actor one time in his life. Pedophile, right? Then they found out he was a pedophile. Yeah, a big pedophile. Yeah, he can so go right to Beetlejuice and uh, Ferris Bueller. Ferris, he was the, yeah. uh, the principal in Ferris yeah. Bueller. He had quite a career going for himself. He can eat shit, man. No one knew he was a, uh, a garbage person. 
so fuck him. Writer, director, actor John Sayles is 71. Actor, comedian Janine Garofalo is 57. TV personality and one-hit wonder Moon Unit Zappa celebrates her 54th birthday today. She had a hit single with her dad, Frank Zappa. Like, oh my God! Girl. Like, totally. And Steven was like, so bitchin'. That was pretty much the whole song. That was a hit? Oh, yeah. Oh, big God. Hit. That, that song spurred the movie, Valley Girl. That's the reason they made it and oh, titled it that. Jesus. Oh, my God. She was spoofing the Valley right, Girl's voice. Right, I know what she was voice. spoofing. I was just like, I, I couldn't listen to that song for more than the, the amount of time you played it. Totally. <laughs> Gag me with a spoon. Like, for real. Mira Sorvino is 54 years old today. Naomi Watts is 53. TV personality Bam Margera is 42. Hilary Duff turns 34 today. And guitarist Luke Mossman of Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats is 40. Son of a bitch! I like that. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now it's Tuesday. It's time to turn on the TV. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. Oh, I like that one. Today's TV tune comes from one of the greatest TV shows in television history. Oh, that's a bold statement. It's not just me who says it, Eddie Pence. Okay. Almost anyone who knows anything about anything or anyone <laughs> okay. says that's one of the greatest TV shows. So you say. So they say. Air. It was on HBO. In fact, it sort of made HBO, in my opinion. The series ran for six seasons. Just a mere 86 episodes from January 10th, 1999, all the way through June 10th. 2007. Hey, Ralph. This is Evangelina, two stars from LA. Hey, Eddie, yo hosty. Um, So, on October 1st, The Many Saints of Newark premieres on HBO Max. That is, of course, a Sopranos sequel. So, I was hoping that for TV Tunes Tuesday, you can touch on the Sopranos theme. Now, I know that's not, that wasn't written just for this show, but it's it's a fabulous song because I, I got hooked. The Sopranos was a show that I slept on. I never watched it in its first run during the initial lockdown of 2020. That is a show I binged and I completely fell in love with it. Now I understand why it's part of everyone's top five greatest TV shows of all time. And that intro is just fucking amazing. I always played it. I never skipped it, and I saw that every single time. Uh, it's just, it's so fitting. They never changed it. It was great. So hopefully, in honor of the many saints of Newark and the late, great James Gandolfini, you will touch on the soprano theme. Love you, mean it, bye. Evangelina, excellent choice. As she mentioned, this weekend is the debut of the Sopranos prequel, Many Saints of Newark. Mm -hmm. And the Sopranos, in my book, one of the greatest television shows ever. Mm. Did you watch it? I've never seen an episode. You? I will punch you <laughs> right in the left episode. nut. I've never seen an episode you, of it. 
I'm. <laughs> you must leave my house. <laughs> never. How could you I not never, have watched The Sopranos? I, I never saw it. Never watched it. I he, I heard that. Yes. But what was the thought process behind you saying no? Good, great television. That's not for me. I just never tuned into you it. You get your goddamn life I, in order. That's what. Well, I'm maybe I'll you. start with the the Many Saints of Newark and then go from the prequel and go forward. Oh my God, David be... David Chase created one of the great American television series story of Tony Soprano, Italian American mobster, played of course by James Gandolfini. But it was more than just a mobster show because he's also in therapy with his psychiatrist, Doctor Melfi, played by Lorraine Bracco, and then he had Carmela, played played by Edie Falco. So many great characters on this just complex, deeply satisfying television show mm. that you never, I've never watched. Now, what came first? Analyze This or Sopranos? Sopranos, I think. Did it? I don't know. Oh. It doesn't matter. Because that was a Very spoof different. about a mobster going to therapy. Yes, but that was crap, and this was great. <laughs> okay, I'm just wondering, because I saw that. I saw well, Analyze This. Of course you this. did. Of course you did. I saw Analyze This and Analyze That. The theme song for The Sopranos, interestingly enough, David Chase, the creator of the show, wanted to use a different song at the beginning of every episode. But HBO insisted there has to be one song, <laughs> one theme song for the sake of branding and consistency. And they don't want to keep paying for yeah, new songs I, I guess every so. week. But they used a ton of uh, songs in almost mm. every episode. So they, they, they had a big budget when it came to music. But they wanted something that people could yeah. relate to The Sopranos. Every and, show wants a song. And that's what happened. Yeah. David Chase said he knew this was the song for him the first time he heard it. It's from a band called Alabama Three, who are neither from Alabama or a trio. <laughs> they are a British group, actually, and they recorded a song called Woke Up This Morning. He heard it on a CD that he bought. He had heard a different song from the group on the radio. He bought their CD, and when he heard this track, he's like, yes, this is my theme song. Interestingly enough, it was written by uh, the frontman Rob Sprague as a song about a British woman. This is a true story about a British woman who was sentenced to life imprisonment when she murdered her abusive husband, and uh, or killed anyway. She said it was an accident. So uh, that's what he had in mind when he wrote it, but it's since forevermore been associated with the Italian-American gangster living in New Jersey, Tony Soprano. One of the great openings, he's just driving his car and that music kicks in and the, the lyrics are just spot on. Here it is from The Sopranos, Woke Up This Morning.
Come on. God damn it, Eddie. Well, I didn't like, I'm not like one of those guys like, I didn't watch that makes me angry that, that guy. you didn't watch that I show. just never watched it. I hear that theme. I just want to just see Tony just, Christopher, what are you doing? You're, I, I'm going to go kill this guy. I didn't avoid it. I didn't, I'm not one of those people like, I'm not going to watch that show. I don't, because everyone else is watching. I'm not that. I just never watched it. Well, you leave here, you go home, you just start watching. All right. And don't do anything else until you come back here again. <laughs> well, and I, I want, want you to, see, to write a report. I, I want wanna, you to write a report on the first season of The Sopranos. I might want to watch a movie first now, since it's a prequel, and go that yeah. way with it. I might want to do that. You might want to. Because who, who else is getting to do that? Nobody. That's true. So you, I get to sit in on it fresh. You can watch it sequentially. Right. Hmm. See, I've been given a gift. Yes, you have. My laziness has become has become a gift. <laughs> it's become a gift <laughs> for watching a, the Supreme. What a rose-colored glasses way to look at well, your you life. Know, you gotta spin it. Oh. That's how you spin thank it. Thank God for my laziness. And that's it for today's TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's like that one don't start with me carmella <laughs> love tony soprano <laughs> all right that's it for today's show kids thank you so much for joining us come on back tomorrow we're gonna have even more fun if that's possible i don't know if it is i don't either i think today has just been full of fun and joy and happiness impact chuckles yes oh my so pleased with myself <laughs> tomorrow's gonna be fun because we got more uh, of you guys the phone calls mm -hmm. we got more entertainment news to talk about tomorrow we're gonna do a deep dive into this disney loss situation they got going on are you familiar with this the what situation they're, they're marvel superheroes may be going oh away. that's right they're the uh, the sons of uh yeah, we're going to break it down about the heirs of the creators of the characters and what effect they may have on the Marvel Universe. Fascinating time. But there's a precedent for this anyway that's that's would side on the side of Disney. Um, I believe. That, that is simply not true, sir. No, it's not. Why don't that's you wait what I was for reading. tomorrow? Fine. And then we'll have this but I conversation. Was we'll have it tomorrow. It, it never went to court. It was supposed right. to go to the Supreme Court. Right. And Disney panicked out of fear of losing... Captain America, and they settled out of court before it ever reached a decision uh -huh. made in the okay. courts. You've done more research. Which is why all of these characters now that are coming up for uh, what they call cancel the termination of copyright yeah. may be uh, forcing Disney's hand once again to either to see it through in court or to start writing some big checks. Uh -huh. So we'll talk about that tomorrow because it's got a fascinating story behind it. Also on Wednesdays, we love it because um, there's a thing on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. I know it happens on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. It's a one-hit wonder. You got it right! One-hit wonder Wednesday. We'll take a look at a song, a smash hit song, and the artist who performed it. And that was pretty much all yeah. for them. That's it, kids. So come on back. It's going to be a good one. But please, in order to come back, you must take care of yourself. I beseech you. Masks. Vaccines. Stay good in the hood. If you're, uh, if you're not sure whether someone is healthy or not, keep your distance. Stay sweet at six feet. Because. Life is life. We want you to have a long, healthy, and happy one. Yeah. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>